Hi friends, you're listening to Identity Soup and I'm your host, Lauren Rusconstant. Identity Soup is a podcast blending stories, neuroscience, psychology and spirituality to support you in deepening your understanding of both the concept of identity and your own lived identity experience. Our episodes will increase awareness, validate experience, raise important questions and spark imagination all with the intention of making it easier for you to show up a little bit more yourself and embrace more of the key ingredients that go into your identity soup. (sighs) Podcasts are so intimate. So you really are in this with me. It's funny because I've wanted to do this for a while now, but I've honestly found every reason not to. And I think it's the thing I've wanted to do the most. And also it's the thing that I've been most terrified about, which is when I think, you know, you need to do something. And like right now in this moment, recording this podcast for you, I am floating in fear. But in a way, this is what I say about it being so intimate. You are in it with me. So this is what Brenny Brown would call an FFT. So a fucking first time, (laughs) which for humans like myself who have had a history of tying perfection and achievement to worth and then wrapping it in a bow of needing other people's approval and validation, this is fucking torture. But it's also perhaps one of the most transformative things I've ever done. So As someone who has taken herself back to self-school, so taking myself back to the beginning of getting intentional about myself and choosing to learn and unlearn and to consciously build myself into the person I know I am and the person that I choose to be, this is big because unapologetically and honestly speaking my truth is not something I've had much practice in. You know, my practice has been in hearing my truth and swallowing it, in strategically sharing only what will result in acceptance and approval, in suppressing anything that could make somebody else uncomfortable. And I never really realized the damage that I was doing to me you know like I didn't realize that every time I did that I lost a piece of myself and I didn't realize that in a desperate need to belong I was doing the very thing that would prevent that so I want to read a quote to you and it's a quote by the incredible Maya Angelou that I was introduced to by Brené Brown um in her book, Braving the Wilderness. And in the seven or eight seconds it took for them to read the quote, for me to listen to the quote, it honestly changed the entire trajectory of my life. And I know that's a big statement, but just wait till you hear this quote. You are only free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place. The price is high, the reward is great. Oof. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. You are only free when you realize you belong no place. 
you belong every place. The price is high. The reward is great. And if you need to pause this and just reflect on what is coming up for you right now, please do. Pause it. I'll be waiting on the other side with what it means to me. So for me, this hits on a few levels. The first being, I am such a people person. Like I love people. I love being around people. If, you know, writing job applications or if I was ever describing myself to someone, I'd almost always lead with sociable, bubbly, friendly. You know, I'm a friend person. I love my friends. I love being a friend. And it's funny because, so on the first day of secondary school, so in the UK, how old was I? I was probably, oof, maybe, I want to say 11. I could be wrong. Um, but all I wanted was a best friend. And it's funny because I actually asked one of my best friends out, still to this day, one of my best friends. And I remember we were sat in this IT class and I literally turned to her and was like, will you be my best friend? (laughs) And I remember around that time, my mum asking me like, why I needed a best friend so badly. And I, I mean, I don't know what I said. I think I dismissed it, but It's funny because after years of therapy and doing this work, it started to become really clear that I existed with a deep loneliness. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't alone. I was surrounded by incredible humans, but I was lonely internally. And I had this loneliness that I always looked outside of myself to fill. You know, I had this deep feeling, which I heard very well, that I didn't belong. And I think a lot of that may come back to me being mixed. And it's something I'll explore a lot more in this podcast. But the idea that obviously, you know, well, I say obviously, but as kids, you know, the first seven years of our lives or so, we're kind of just like, walking sponges. We don't have a critical faculty. So everything we see, we hear, we experience comes in as fact. And being brown and in families of black and white people, incredible, incredible families. But visually, I I didn't fit, you know, I didn't belong. And I think I built built this belief this this need that the reason I didn't belong was that I just hadn't found my people yet my person which is silly because I was surrounded by my people but again as kids you know we we make these assumptions we tell ourselves these stories and they then exist as fact unchecked but I believed that I would belong once someone else let me belong to them but what I didn't realize was that The true belonging I was looking for wasn't about me belonging to someone else, but instead me belonging to myself. That actually when I could be with myself, when I could choose myself, when I could know myself, when I could belong to myself, then I could belong no place and every place because I would always belong to me. But the issue was that, this is very well and good, but like after years of 
performing and abandoning and pretending, I didn't know who me was. So I had to go back to school, which I'm calling self-school, which I've done for the last four or five years. Um, And I've broken it down into a framework that I now use on both myself, but also my clients. And it starts with knowing. So do you know who you are? Because as humans, we tend to assume that because we have experience with ourselves, we know ourselves. But do we? Do you know why you tend to date a similar type of person? Do you know why and where your image of success comes from? Do you know why you believe what you believe? Do you know why you start to self-sabotage just as things start to go right for you? So I have this practice which I call self-deepening and it came out of my own personal fatigue with self-developing, which I'd spent most of my life doing. And this is the opposite of looking for your answers in another course or another book or another achievement. But Instead, it's about standing still and looking inwards. Those answers that you're searching for are and have always been within you. It's why I call it still growth. And it, it's tapping into that knowing. Which then brings me to the se- second step, which is choosing. And it's from that place of knowing that you can start to choose. You uncover the answers and then You choose the actions and behaviors and beliefs that will serve who you are becoming, who you want to be, not necessarily who you've been. And life is all about the choices we make, but often we make them unconsciously. And often they're based on old patterns and beliefs which keep us stuck and in the same. So knowing allows for intentional choices, which then brings us to the third piece, which is owning. Owning the choices, owning all that you are. For me, I believe that power and growth comes from allowing yourself to be fluid, to own the many sides of you, all of your interests, all of your traits and qualities, the good and the bad, who you've been and who you're becoming. Owning your story instead of ignoring it or apologizing for it. Having the strength to own and belong to yourself, even when it means you may stand alone. And I've learned that that's what the difference is between belonging and fitting in. And this work isn't easy. Fuck, it's hard. The price is high, but the reward is great. So this podcast is here to provide you with some space to get into it yourself, which is why I call it self space. And this isn't about adding new labels or boxes or creating a neatly defined personal identity statement. Although if that's what you want to do, then cool, yes, do it. But it's also not about me, another person imposing any say on how you identify. My hope and the intention is that I can present ideas and theories and concepts and stories that might provide as great sources for reflection 
So to provide you with some space for you to start that journey of knowing, choosing and owning. And I'll be introducing things that I've learned along the way all around self and identity. And the hope is that it might validate some of those experiences you've had, some of those things that the ego perhaps convinces us is just us, right? It's just why we individually are less than or not enough. And by the way, the ego chats shit. (laughs) You have always been enough. And the hope is that it might spark some questions. So our brains literally change when we learn. So we exist in a series of patterns all based on the past, who we have been. So to change who we are becoming, we need new information. We need to know different things. And that's why, again, I hope this podcast can support in happening, introducing you to new things. And I really hope that it also results in some imagination. Man, we need so much more of that in our life. Time to just sit and imagine a future, a future you. Because imagination is internal reality and it is reality. In some ways, it's more true than the reality that we exist in because what we often see as reality is actually just our perception of things based on our internal filters. So if we believe that we aren't lovable, our brain is going to pick up on things that reinforce that belief in the world. So internal reality is really what is true for you. And there's a reason that every picture that comes up is there. So as this is a podcast all about soup, I have pulled together a little recipe for us to follow. Not rules, because I love me a bit of experimentation in the kitchen, but more guideposts, shall we say. And the first is to Give yourself permission to take what you need from this. It's not all going to land. You might not agree with all of it. And that's okay. The second is stay aware of your judgments and triggers though. Stay aware of the things that come up. Stay aware of the things that maybe cause tension or resistance in your body because that's a little flag to be like, hmm, there's something here. Why do I feel this way? Why is this triggering me? How can I learn more about this? Uh, Embrace the uncomfortableness on that note. Discomfort is where the growth happens. And yeah, man, it can feel like shit, but it's also where the good stuff happens. Stay open to changing your mind about things, about people, about yourself. And release expectations. So just stay open, go where you go. And hopefully this applies to this podcast too. Just see what happens. See what comes up. Oof. Ah, so we did it. Made it through the FFT. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here with me as I did it. It does feel good. And so something that I will try and do with every episode is leave you with a tangible takeaway so that you can try things on in your life too. So we just, or I with you, just went through my FFT. And so I guess my thing for you today is what is an FFT that you can do in your life? 
So something that you can do to belong to yourself a little more. And figuring this out might take some time with yourself. So I'll leave a couple of minutes at the end of the show uh, to just think about it. And so stay on, listen to the show till the end and allow that end time for you to go and ask yourself this question before the routine and the hustle and bustle of life comes in. And so ask yourself, what can I try that will allow me to belong to myself more fully? And what's worth trying even if I fail? And don't get me wrong, this shit is fucking terrifying. But sat on the other side of it right now, I can honestly tell you that it feels so good. The price is high, but the reward is great. So please DM me, tag me, share with me what your FFT is. You were here with me as I went through mine. So I would love to be there for you as you go through yours. Also, uh, click follow up top wherever you listen to your podcasts to ensure that you never miss a show. Um, And if you like what you heard, please rate and review and share with any of your people that you think may also want to make this journey with us. So ah, I'm so excited about getting in the kitchen with you all. Oh, fuck. Let's do this. Let's do this.